Valley Home Builders Association podcast. This is episode 62. So I've been excited to have you guys on. Um, I've been following your stuff for a long time and it's uh, some fun stuff to watch. So nice job. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. And Julian's the man behind that, I guess, huh? He's the master. I'm I'm the guy. (laughs) Nice, nice, nice. (laughs) The man behind the camera. Well, good. Um, Well, actually, before we introduce you guys, Nate, do you have any, is there any business we need to talk? I know there's a general membership meeting coming up, right? Yeah, there is. It is. I'm sorry, I sprung that on you. No, it's perfect. (laughs) And luckily, I can take out my ums or anything. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so April 13th, we have a general membership meeting with Dustin Smith as a keynote speaker. He's a founder and president of the nonprofit, especially for athletes. Dustin's worked directly for two decades with many of the top high school, college, professional athletes, and teams in the Western United States, spoken hundreds of times around the country to thousands of high school and college-age young adults, parents, school administrators, and business leaders on doing what he calls living with eyes up and doing the work. You can register by emailing us or events at uvhpa.com, RSVP. Make sure you sign up if you're a member on the website and if you have the annual pass then email amber or events at evhba to rsvp love to see you there april 13th 1130 yeah man those general membership meetings are a good time and the they food, are they usually get some good sponsors so well that's great and then uh, we have some continuing education classes going on kind of all the time right yeah they're they're usually twice a month so the next one's coming up tomorrow which i think it's full but you can sign up again events at evhba um but you're actually going to sign up through the state HBA, but it's free if you're a member. So your continuing education for your subcontractor or general contractor license, you need to have those hours. And uh, as part of the benefits, you get to have your free class. You know, So otherwise, it would be $150 or $165 or whatever it is. Uh, it's free. So that's another sweet benefit. Awesome. Okay, man. Well, uh, let's jump right into it then. If you guys don't mind introducing yourself, Julian, do you mind starting? Sure. Lean in there nice. There you go. Nice and close. Yeah, man. Uh, From Kansas City, moved to Utah 2017, started doing trim in 18, 19-ish. What brought you here? Uh, I got my real estate license, actually. Really? Nice. uh, Moved to Utah. Just My sister lived out here. She was in Draper, and so... It was kind of an incentive to move this way, but I love it. I mean, the mountains, un- un- or they're incredible. Like Kansas City, you, you can't, said, is that you where can't you're compare from? it to Kansas City. Yeah, oh, okay. there's no mountains, <laughs> yeah. flat country. <laughs> I don't think I've ever even been that way. Have you? Uh, I actually have once, but for like three minutes. Oh, <laughs> kind of on the way to somewhere. Don't else. get a good feel of it. It's usually yeah. the best. <laughs> the best way to visit. <laughs> and so, uh, so you work, you own. I guess your partners in the company, and it's called Awesome Trim Work. It is now. Yeah. It is now. It wasn't before. It started as an Instagram handle. Oh, yeah. really? It was just. Uh, you just did it. We just were did, awesome. did the IG, and it it took became kind of a household name in a way, and we were like, people were asking like for our bids and we'd send them over a bid and it wouldn't be awesome trim work oh. and they're like what are you what's going what on like, <laughs> so we had uh we changed it actually january 1st so okay uh, nice. january 1st this year mm-hmm. yeah. oh wow yeah turn a new leaf huh yeah oh, that's cool man and so you guys do um just just uh finish work i guess is what you call it right just yep. trim just trim uh Interesting. And so if you haven't heard of Awesome Trim Work, definitely follow them on Instagram because they do some cool stuff. 
Uh, Aaron? Yeah, um, my name's Aaron Bufton. Um, I'm from Payson, born and raised and still live there. Um, but, uh, yeah. I'm sure you guys will get Good into place. this, but how, how did you guys hook up together? Uh, it's kind of a funny story. Well, it's not really that funny. We were working on a parade <laughs> house. Okay. Um, like, what year was that? 19. 19. Um, so <laughs> I was putting cabinets in, and he was doing trim, and I did finish work as well as doing cabinets, and we met up, and I actually tried to hire him to work for me doing trim mm-hmm. like a year later, but he was way too expensive. <laughs> You're like, I can't afford you. <laughs> so then I ended up bringing him on as like a – I was I started building houses with the company, and so I brought him in basically as a sub for me, and so I was getting all the work and then just giving it all to him, and then I stopped building houses middle of last year, and so then we just came together. So, you guys happy together? Like you're cool together? Yeah. No I, drama. Nothing. So far, so good. No fist fights. You know, we bicker a lot. Do you? <laughs> yeah. It, I don't know about you, but like <laughs> in the construction field. Usually you work in pairs, right? Sure, yeah. And so when you have a new partner or a new guy mm-hmm. that you're working with every single day, it's like it's like learning their – you got to learn everything about that dude. You got to be able to get along with him during the day and be able to talk to him at night. And it's just as long as you have the, I don't know, the right personality or whatever, we click well. So Good. Yeah. That, yeah, I mean, it's true because – well, from my background in framing, it's like you get a new cut guy, right? And you treat that cut guy like crap. Yeah. <laughs> almost yeah. right. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. Throw wood back at him. This yeah. is an eighth too big. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody here can relate to that. But partnerships are almost worse, right? And I've seen, yeah. I've seen some awesome partnerships last throughout the year, but then I've also seen some kind of blow up in the face. Yeah. Right. A little bit. But you yeah. guys seem like you, you jive. So. Yeah, we do get. I mean, it's hard when we're working because like. It's hard when you're the owner of the company and finished work. You have to be so it's opinionated of how something is done. You know, there's mm. a million ways to skin a cat, and so it's hard when because he has his way and I have my way. Yeah, and then we come together and it's like, no, that's which stupid. way? Which way is better? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kidding. <laughs> but yeah, take turns or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Today it's my way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, are, are both you guys single? No, I'm married. Oh, we're, are you? Both yeah, married. we're both married. Oh, you're both married. Okay. I didn't yeah. see the rings. Was that? To... Actually, oh, both just... in the pocket. <laughs> I, I was down in uh, Vegas at the Con Expo. Oh. And I oh. lost it down uh-huh. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh, that's awesome. Uh, kids, any Comes kids? Comes out on Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got kids, Aaron? No, I didn't. No, no kids. No what about kids. you, Julian? Nothing? Yeah. Okay, that's Dog. Good. That counts. She tracks <laughs> off. Yeah. That counts. What yeah, uh, what kind off. of dog you got? She's a germ short hair. Oh, yeah. wow. That's a yeah. hyper dog, huh? Luckily, I, I skateboard, so it, she gets all of her energy out with the electric oh, skateboard. Oh, yeah. Twice nice. around the block. Great. Perfect. She's there good. you go. Like a boosted board type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mini X. Boosted Mini X. Sweet. Uh, Before they went out of business. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's a whole podcast. We should get someone <laughs> like them on. I think uh, I've kind of like all the battery operated things coming out it's oh, yeah. kind of interesting man yeah. yeah i just did a, a show a home and garden show in utah valley the other day and they had these bikes there and, and i've seen them at a few different shows but man they look so freaking fun <laughs> those <laughs> like, at, the, at the show were huge yeah they were man just they the had e-bikes like, yeah we took some of those in uh we were in vancouver oh, a couple okay. months back uh-huh. and do they zip yeah, zip. So like twenty five miles an hour on the oh, entire yeah. block. Like yeah, and these ones had like small so, range or something. Yeah, like that, the like. tires yeah. on these that you're they were just these like 
12 inch wide yeah. tires yeah. yeah they're tiny right the small small yeah, in the front, but, small like they were wide yeah on this this bike that he's talking about it was some new one it looks you know like really beach cruiser scootery yeah, right. they just sort of i don't know yeah, weird it, looking but. it's just i guess the reason i bring it up is it's funny all these mounts of transportation that we're getting everything's electric we're gonna not have to use our legs here pretty soon hopefully, right? <laughs> I, had a, I had a guy that was considering selling his car and buying a one wheel Oh, really? And I was like, Smart listen, man. dude, you can't work for me if you're coming to work on the one wheel. Yeah, that doesn't work. I want to sell my Duramax and get a Lightning. Oh, boy. <laughs> Said that's, no a co- that's a controversial topic. <laughs> I mean, I want to. Fuel is expensive, but. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. No, I know. Not that you. I can. <laughs> can't, can't pull a trailer with one tra- of them. Yeah. I know. You get you know, six miles of range. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, we just stirred up some more controversy. So <laughs> nice. Well, uh, well, tell me about your company. You guys. Uh, so you've been in business a couple years, then it sounds like, right? Yeah. And you do strictly just finish carpentry, and that's it. Yep. Yep. Uh, what typically do you do? I mean, doors, window, or uh, casing. Yeah. Uh, stair crap. Do you do the stair stuff? Yeah, we do do the stairs. Once it gets kind of into the curved and radius stuff, we uh-huh. start to. You know, put that on a stair company, from that. but uh, yeah. but we definitely do anything straight. That's yeah, that's right in our. You guys warehouse. do like the uh, closet shelving and stuff like that too. Yep. Yeah, yeah, built-ins like bunk beds, shelving windows, doors, case base, the normal, and then obviously anything custom. Yeah, you want mm-hmm. accent walls, built-ins. Mm-hmm. Accent walls are huge, right? Oh yeah. oh yeah. Is that still hopping pretty good? Yeah, they're more simple. It seems like than they used to be. I mean, it used to be you just ship lap the entire. You know, the whole thing, but now it's like Accent little pencil ceilings. trims and stuff, and ceilings are big, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. We had uh, a flooring company on. It was a couple podcasts ago. It was Carpet DM. They, wow. uh, <laughs> that's such a good name. I know. It's so great. Uh, but they were talking about how uh, people use their flooring for, like, ceiling accents, right? It's so heavy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've Have done you seen before. that? Yeah, yeah, we did yeah. one. We did a house in Lehigh last year where we did, it was like a coffered ceiling with the beams going. Yeah. But then in between, we... We just went to floor and decor and picked up some LVP and nailed it on the ceiling. That is wacky, man. <laughs> but it was way cheaper than buying white oak, you know. So, oh, yeah. yeah that's but it smart, like actually. It, so. Yeah. We just did it one ceiling. Uh, rift white oak, 12-foot long boards, just TNG. Uh-huh. Uh, solid, solid TNG. 13 grand for two, just in the, wood. the breakfast nook and the dining nook. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> for the material. The it's just crazy. And it so, wasn't gold plated or anything. No, but surprisingly, it wasn't. It, yeah. <laughs> it should be. Rift yeah. is pretty much gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even straight either. Ex- yeah. Explain. Can it you... wasn't even straight. <laughs> <laughs> sending me these banana boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, explain um, the explain like regular cut, rift sawn cut, and then quarter sawn cut. Would you? Yeah. So uh, like your plain slice, so that's your normal stuff, and the grain you'll get like a, a yeah, like this right here on this table, but it has the big circles in it. And then your rift sawn is the straight cut. So you can see on this table how it's just straight. So mm-hmm. the grains will just be lines. And then a quarter sawn, it's kind of, it's how they cut the board. But the quarter sawn, it's like turned. And so you're actually seeing into the grains. And so you get, we call it tiger stripes throughout it. And that's your quarter sawn. And that's expensive. What's your favorite? I like rift. Rift. Yeah. That's the easiest to make look good. Yeah. Because when you're, when you're joining two plain sawn boards, yeah. that it never really works. Yeah. You always and see the seam. Unless it's like a mirrored 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a book match mm-hmm. or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, and these are, I mean, these are common cuts that you can get in like any lumber yeah. company, or is it like special order? No, it's pretty common then, huh? You can get it. I mean, it's going to be like a special order just because I got to make it. I see. Um, but like, you can just go in and order any of those three. You can just if you want white oak TNG and at all, uh-huh. you uh, you're going to be you're going to be ordering. Oh, okay, you're going to be ordering it. Yeah, so, but they can get it. Um, and then are wait. these are these common things that you use? I mean, is it just kind of S4S that you use for like sealing treatments and that stuff, or do you use them for like trim and? Um, it just depends. I mean, MDF is like your basic paint grade trim. I mean, that's what a lot of people do. Um, when you get the stain grade, it's like TNG on a ceiling. We'll do a stain grade like with white oak and stuff. It just kind of depends on the budget and what they want it to look like at the end. Yeah, um, is what they'll do. So we've seen it all. You know, we've seen stain grade a base base and case mm-hmm. and, but mdf seems like it is 90 percent of it and that was uh i mean what probably a year ago it was kind of hard to come by right like the mdf yeah material yeah it was is it is it coming yeah. back yeah i mean you can find it everywhere like i can go to the spire and pick it up right now it's the price is insane <laughs> last it's double year, what it used to be last but. year it was it was Okay, this week you can get header boards. Next week you can't. Oh wow, really? So, or you want four by eight sheets now? Cool. The only place we can get them from is Mexico or south of the border. So we were getting different types of MDF. Weird things that were should have been milled from like I don't know, like a sawdust or yeah. whatever. It was being milled from. I don't know. When you start cutting into it, you can smell the difference. Yeah. Smell the difference? Oh, really? Wow. terrible. It huh. was bad. For a while, during COVID, what they were giving us, it was like, you had to wear a mask. Some, some of them are like, so you have like a light brown, then like the dark browns smell. Then there's they start sending some of them that were green. Whoa. And What's in that? <laughs> whatever it was. Well. It ain't good. Yeah. Cat- cactus, and they're throwing it. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. painting as good either, because huh. we'd see... You could tell where the new stuff was compared to the old stuff in a house because it would, like, yellow the paint. Mm-hmm. It was like – so they'd have to put multiple coats on it to cover it. It was some weird stuff. That is weird. That is, uh, yeah, that's strange. If Do- I die young, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> so, <laughs> doing the autopsy. Yeah. They're like, what is in this guy? Formaldehyde. <laughs> dust. Formaldehyde. <laughs> I love it. Uh, do we need to explain MDF, do you think? or It's, it's mm. medium-density fiberboard, right? Yeah. And essentially it's just um, – like dust from from wood right. yeah. that they glue together, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so in common in uh, in finished material, I mean MDF of course is always a paint grade, and then yeah. they have um, like finger joint. Is that still around? Like finger joint pine, finger joint. Yeah. yeah. Is it? A lot of our pencil mold. Um, talk, talk closer into that mic, would you? A lot of our pencil mold comes in uh, finger joint pine. So you're gonna get your pencils. I I don't know. I don't know yeah, it just kind of because it's usually your paint grade is what they would use as a finger joint. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you know, we'll get like chair rail and stuff. Um, if you're trying to get just a paint grade trim that they can't make out of an MDF, it's going to come in a finger jointed pine. I see. And the pine, it's good because you can get 16 foot lengths where other hardwoods, it's harder to, harder get to find that. Yeah. yeah. Our, our supplier said if they deliver three quarter <laughs> pencil mold that they don't like, they don't like to do it because the finger joints actually start pulling apart. Oh, really? It's too thin. You can't get a good yeah, joint in on it. Inch and an eighth uh-huh. finger or in, inch and an eighth uh, pencil is 
likely doesn't come apart when they deliver it. So okay, I don't know why it's that way, but yeah, we'll get a whole stack and we'll just be busted in pieces. Huh? So Interesting. It's fun, and it, it probably uh, it probably has some pretty good curve to it too. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that stuff's the worst. But yeah. luckily it's Looks small, like a banana. so you, yeah, you can we can form it. In you the manipulate it pretty yeah. good, or if you have arched uh, doorways or something, yeah. it's pretty yeah. yeah. molded. <laughs> there was a time I uh, I was when I was running houses I. I needed a rail, a temporary rail to go on this this curved staircase, uh-huh. and it's just temporary. So I was like, I'll just go to Lowe's and pick up a two. Get some coal lumber. <laughs> and so I'm there, and there's one that was perfectly just turned perfectly <laughs> through it right on the brackets. We were good to go. Oh, I love it. That's I, I, the stack in the back, right? Yeah, yeah. The stack in the yeah, back. I can relate to that with deck boards because yeah. you know there's a lot of them comes out that have some pretty good cor- curves on it oh, too. I bet, but I'm man. sure. <laughs> I've never yeah. had any Does board, it come like but, that? Huh? Does Trex come like that? Trex is Warped. usually the worst. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're, I mean, there's some different products, but they're uh, like they do the scalloped bottoms where they take out the mm-hmm. bottom section yeah. of it. Yeah, and it feels like those things, man. Especially during the the winter when it's cold. Right. And it doesn't yeah. manipulate as easy. So I got a question. Do you ever use a track like run run your boards long if you're running a border? A perimeter on a deck. Do you run them long and then track saw it off? Oh, buddy! Oh, buddy! Here it comes. Oh, this is a can of worms. Yeah, let me tell you something. In the deck building industry, <laughs> this is controversy right here. So, yeah, a hundred percent. That's all I do. And and you know, I invested into that track saw. It was freaking expensive, right? Right. right. And and. All the comments you always get, you know, you post something online of a track saw. Everybody's like, I can chalk a line and cut that just as straight as any track saw. <laughs> no, right? uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've done it. It doesn't work. Like yeah. That. <laughs> so I love it, man. So it's every single video like that. And there's so there's actually a, a podcast. I've had them on my podcast, but they're all decks. It's called uh, The Ultimate Deck Shop. Okay. And so they yeah, prom- I started that one. I didn't finish it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a good. So they're they're hilarious. They're out of Canada. Just some, a couple of funny guys that own these shops, but they actually made a shirt um, in, in their brand that says "Show me your track saw." Hey. <laughs> For that reason, so it's great. But good. the new Milwaukee ones, all the aluminum, the red aluminum, yeah, oh, so good. We're gonna have oh yeah, I, I just bought it yesterday. No, Did really? you really? No. Yeah, wow. ship it to my house. Yeah, <laughs> let's you should have brought it. Let's do a live. Bro- <laughs> let's do a live broadcast of you breaking the that unboxing. Yeah. yeah, it's coming yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> Um, well, okay, let's jump into that now real quick. So uh, let's talk tool lines. Um, what did what you guys go to? Milwaukee. I'm anything that's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so like I have uh, Milwaukee, Makita, DeWalt, and then a couple corded versions of... Uh, I don't, well, uh, Do you guys have any Festool? We have vacuums. We have yeah, Festool they make some good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the miter saw, uh, DeWalt. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, always. DWS 780. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. I always say Milwaukee's the go-to, but I just buy whatever's best. But it just okay. so happens that Milwaukee's usually the best. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's what I always say. So I'm so deep ingrained in yellow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and it's not by, like, I mean, I don't care. I would take a Milwaukee if somebody would get yeah. it, right? But yeah. it's like, I'm like five grand deep into these freaking batteries. batteries. I'm not switching. I don't care. (laughs) You just got to get the cells because the cells, they can get you into every platform. Because I used to only have Milwaukee's, but then you go hit a cell for DeWalt, and now I've got like a dozen DeWalt batteries. Oh, yeah. And then like Timberline Tools up the road, they've got a Makita-like closeout going on. You can go buy... 10 batteries for a few hundred bucks. Tomorrow. So now I have oh, all yeah? Makita's. Tomorrow so. they're out. Summit, <laughs> Summit Fasteners, Makita Day. Oh, oh, oh okay. I mm-hmm. love the Summit Fasteners guys. Yeah. Joe over there, 
Sony. Such they're, they're cool. Yeah, so I go to the I'm, – I'm an aero fasteners guy. That's who I get my fasteners oh. and stuff from. And they do the DeWalt sales, and so I do the same thing. Like, yeah. I'll go and drop, like, two, three grand at a time into those stupid <laughs> things. And, nice. <laughs> but that's fun. I, I had all DeWalt, uh-huh. and I was the same exact way. Uh, did all DeWalt at first and then swapped to – started picking up a couple of Milwaukee's, uh, Makita's <clears> – <throat> couple uh i actually had greenworks for my blower oh really yeah because oh. i have a mo- uh the mower the mower yeah. like the from house. costco yeah but it's yeah. like 80 volt it seems like it does right. pretty good uh yeah so i did i did one f- exactly it, yeah. it's they're pretty good but eventually i switched back to the makita blower because those two, <laughs> two low, low oh, greenworks yeah. batteries weren't working out yeah. oh yeah man <laughs> we geek out we geek out on pretty good so. yeah huh yeah, that's funny, and I love the debate. I love bringing that up because there's, you know, especially in the well, not especially, but in the debt community that I follow, it's like you're either bleeding red or ble- you know blue or yellow. <laughs> so, yep. It's like ah, yellow. It's the same argument as like Ford, Chevy, Dodge, right? Yeah, all, yeah. yeah. they're all good. <laughs> um, are they? Are they? <laughs> uh, back to uh, back to the. So I'm I'm a big fan of wood, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm so curious as far as like uh, stain grade materials what uh, what's kind of big right now or what are you guys going to mostly white oak i mean that's the big one walnut's okay. been really kind of coming back pretty oh good. yeah but uh, it's I basically walnut. white oak and white white never heard of that yeah it's new it's red why not yeah uh and so when you, uh, i guess how what percentage of your do- jobs are stain grade mm, only like probably like 15 to 20 percent okay the house. Oh, really yeah some and that's on a good house okay so we just finished wrapped up davies parade home and shout out to davies what up davies shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um and there they had uh, probably they had a little more 25 percent. yeah like, probably like 25 percent. there was but the ceilings i mean when you're when you're doing ceiling work and you have to sheet the entire ceiling you gotta get a lot of it's a lot yeah oh yeah so yeah. So yeah, they're white oak, white oak bunk room. They're white oak ceilings. Like a lot of a lot of focus on like one room mm-hmm. um, would be like what most people do uh, in stain grade. And then for the majority of the house, it's going to be paint grade um, and in between little fillers here and there. Yeah, doors. Uh, yeah. Okay. Arch casing. Yeah. Doors. You know. Yeah. So. That's interesting. Um, I think the the flooring company said that same thing too, right? Like their most popular was the the white oak. Mm-hmm. I think for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's all you see. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Back in my day, you young fellers probably wouldn't know <laughs> this, but uh, when I was building houses, this is I think pre recession. Everything was uh, naughty alder. Yeah. Everything oh, yeah. was naughty alder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you look back at it now, and you're like, really? Yeah. I mean, there was like some. I remember like full blown knots, like chunks taken oh, out yeah. of chair rail, and yeah. like yeah, I used to. I used and they to think build, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that looks good. I used to build doors and uh, like big man doors, and we did a job up in Draper and the whole house, the whole entire. This is like six years ago. Naughty Alder on everything. Yeah, and they wanted all the knots. They wanted it all there. That's so funny. It's like this is a blast from the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah no kidding. Uh, and then, yeah, back before that, I mean, back in the 80s, it was always that yellow oak, right? You ever install yeah. something and just know that it's going to get torn out like a year later? <laughs> oh, my that, dad. That's like every, 90% every, every, all, 90% of the <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, and, and that's the funny thing is, is like, I mean, in my, you know, 
my deck community again i'll reference that but it's it's always like really that's the color because it's discontinued mm-hmm. and it's discontinued yeah. for a reason yeah. <laughs> so but yeah that's funny man um that's interesting so um you, you guys enjoy installing this like you like doing it i mean you've been doing it for how long would you say i mean in total it's been i mean a better part of a decade for me is that right yeah from jobs that i've done okay business wise it's only been a few years but yeah for me i started five years ago uh laying trim and i still like it well probably another 10 years yeah but it's not a end game you know do you want to still install trim when you're 50 yeah like I don't want it, to do anything when I'm most exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hopefully you can retire off of it. You yeah. Know, but I feel like most won't nowadays. Yeah. And so it's true. other sources of income are definitely what we're trying to branch out to long term. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll L- see. Like social media? <laughs> uh, social media actually surprisingly doesn't pay well. Oh, really? For like me, you guys yeah. are so popular. Yeah, you guys really, are huge. really pay. <laughs> Monetization on social is hard. Is it? I mean, we're, we just hit 60K on IG mm-hmm. and 20K plus on TikTok. I haven't made a dime off of it. That's so crazy. Now on Amazon affiliate links, uh, if you push it hard, you can make money off that. Okay. Um, but... Yeah, for the most part, it's just your online business card, you know? Mm, so. Yeah. Well, tell me about that. How's that, uh, I mean, has it benefited you guys, do you think, like your, your following from social media oh, as, yeah. as far as business-wise? Yeah, our, uh, I would say 100% of our builders come from, have come from social media. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. We kind of did a yeah. little, when we started a new company, we decided we were like basically resetting and we were going to go after different stuff. And so start of the year, we kind of, didn't really have any builders or anything, and everything came from Instagram that we have now, and we're booked for the whole better year. part of the year. So wow, that's, that's great. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks, um, and so, okay, assuming, let's take the scenario, I'm starting my um, plumbing business. Uh, you know, I get a few jobs lined up. Uh, would you recommend people jump into social media? Immediately. And then to what extent? I mean, you Everything. you got a lot of content, right? Or you you have pretty much GoPros what? just set up all over no, the place? No, okay. no. <laughs> I just use my phone, actually. You should oh, see yeah. some of the yeah. setups. It's pretty hilarious. It's Is it? We got, like, wood clamps that were clamping it to the door trying to hold the camera up. And then he has to call his wife. You can't call me for, like, the rest of the day because my oh, phone's running the whole yeah, time. it's on airplane mode. Sorry. Oh, okay. That's so funny. Time lapse. Wow. So, yeah, I need to honestly get it. Uh, an Insta 360, yeah, that, that converts really well to IG, but um, tripod, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's usually what we run, but or that's what I should run. <laughs> I, <don't>. <laughs> I <laughs> steal my wife. You're ahead of the game, Levi, with your little tripod setup yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, he is. yeah. That was he's an, beating us. That was an Amazon find too. That was probably like five <laughs> bucks or something. Link. Yeah, yeah, you send <laughs> us the link. We yeah. get five percent off. <laughs> there you use go. A code <laughs> TC Dex. <Yeah>. Shoot. <laughs> Yeah, man, I like that. And so, what uh, what do you find are your most popular like uh, videos, most viewed? I guess newel posts. Oh, really? Handrails. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, every every newel post. That's what ended up taking us to the next level. Was my first post that went viral was a handrail, just me okay. setting a newel post. We like to notch it in all nice. We cut the floor out, so when you slide it in, it. It's kind of satisfying. Yeah. You know the satisfying videos on IG. You oh, like yeah. To watch. 
those videos do well. Interesting. So like notching it into some stone or like like a really good scribe, a good scribe that fits well that people can just watch and say like yes, yeah, that is that is a good fit. Huh? People like that. Yeah, that's a that's a good tip. Which is interesting because a majority of your work is not video worthy. You know, most people's. Mm -hmm. So because you look at a scribe and you're like, that'll work, Mm -hmm. right? But for IG, they'll eat you alive. Really? Yeah. Yes. And so they'll eat you alive. They, they'll tear you apart in the comments if you didn't do it right <laughs> or whatever. So eventually it became like, well, we got to live up to the name. Everything has to be perfect. Yeah. You know oh, yeah. I mean? Wow. Yeah. So that's eventually it just, I mean, it's hard now because I look at things and I'm like, tear it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before someone else, before someone else finds it. (laughs) Did you delete that video? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Or you you can't post it because you know someone's going to say something. Yeah. And so. Well, so how do you? I mean, speaking of that, how do you handle the troll? Do you respond to them typically? Kill them with kindness. Oh, look at you, man. <laughs> we got an employee that'll go after him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's sick of on. He likes to go and comment and get mad at him. That's, <laughs> That's great. It's oh, hilarious. Yeah, I think it's funny. Duking it out it. in the comments with oh, people. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, lo- I honestly, I'll do both. If people are being dumb about their comments, it's like, well, I'll be, I'll just, I can be just as mean back. Yeah. But. For the most part, you're, you don't want to do that. You just, you give them, if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Right? Yes. I yeah. have one one follower. He's this dude, day <laughs> one follower, and he hates on everything, <laughs> everything we post. Yeah. Like, I don't, I've never deleted anyone's comments. I don't care to. It's not a big deal to me. Like, And li- you won't block them either. No, huh? I'll, I'll block people. Oh, okay. I had someone actually threaten me. Oh, like, really? Because I, I got Adam in the comments. They're like, send me your address. I'm coming to fight you right now. Gosh. <laughs> Block. With people? <laughs> Immediately. Turns out they're from Oklahoma. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. We're Come not, not going to be Oklahomies, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> Come on over. That's crazy, man. I think that's kind of, I mean, it, not that I have the option of being like an influencer or anything, but I think you, that's. You do. Well. TC Dex is awesome. Oh, thanks, you man. I appreciate everything. that. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, but it's, I'm so not nervous, but I just, I don't take, I have thin skin and I don't take criticism. I don't take trolls very well. Like it, it yeah. keeps me up at night and it's the yeah. stupidest thing because how many of those guys are even freaking real? They're probably all robots anyway. That's a throwaway <laughs> right? account typically. Oh yeah. You know, well, that's hard because if you've been working on a, like a set of bunk beds for a month, yeah, putting all the pride you could put into them, and then post it on Instagram. Some guy just tearing it apart. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. all those what bunk beds were awesome, by the way. Those are incredible, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't those see were... any way to criticize those things. There's, you might be able to in person, but yeah. for the most, ninety nine percent of that build is. Oh really? It's that thing is yeah. awesome. It Did you see about... I, I didn't see. I have to check it out. Yeah, you have to check them out. They're in the parade, so you'll have to go. I check definitely out will. Yeah, but, da- uh, Davies. In it Highland. took about twice as long as it was supposed to, just because we try to do a perfect. Sounds like you're meticulous. Very. Yeah, that's great, man. I mean, that's something that uh, I'm sure builders look for, and I'm sure there's a lot of builders that hopefully listen to this and can. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, if you're out there, you'll have to check us out. Yeah, that's pretty sweet, man. Uh, the integrated um, 
outlet that you put in there was pretty sweet too. <laughs> flush tech. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah, flush yeah. tech? Okay. We're actually giving away right now in an, a giveaway. Oh, so yeah. Oh, I entered. Sure enter. Yeah. I know, I know you. <laughs> you I, saw, I saw you in there. Attack Nate. So. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, I find what you guys do is so super interesting. I mean, it, you know, I'm attracted to the wood. Um, occupations, of course. Yeah, absolutely. But then I'm also, I'm what you call addicted to Instagram as well, so. Aren't we all? <laughs> Everybody is. Nate's not. I'm so, oh. I just, I don't know. I try, I'm like, well, if I if I go down there for five minutes, I'll be on there for five hours, so I just won't go on. Yeah. Well, so that's why you need to, you need, if you're going to spend time on there, just have it with the goal of, I'm spending time on here to make money, yeah. you know? That's a good point, yeah. Because anything you post so there's this girl I follow, right? She has, does this challenge. You post one reel a day for 100 days. And that's how I started out. Mm-hmm. But you have to have a ton of content. Tons curated, of right? content. So yeah. We, uh, I, I loaded up like, you know, a week or two at a time and just made reels and just would post one, one every day, same time, 7 a.m. Uh, it was consistent. People liked it. And uh after like 20 30 days our first video went viral or one of so in ig has a lifespan of like five to like seven weeks on a reel right so if you post it and then continue to post for 30 days or whatever you know Mm -hmm. uh that post you did 30 days ago that's what happened to us it took off that's so So, yeah it it wasn't doing anything so All of a sudden, one day, IG picked it up, tossed it on their For You page, and millions of views. Huh. Like, That's and sweet. We gained 10,000 followers immediately. Wow. Oh, wow. Like, wow. overnight. Yeah. And TikTok's even easier. So, hopefully, they don't shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we post on TikTok, and we'll gain, like, 5,000 followers. Okay. Wow, that's that's what crazy. I, I don't prefer it. Yeah. I prefer IG because yeah. every builder is on IG. No mm-hmm. one can DM you on TikTok. Oh, oh, really? So, it's only in the comments. Oh, I did yeah. not. Huh. So it's a little less, I don't know, street, IG's hard to gain on. It's mm-hmm. very difficult. And I, I watch my, my wife that does it for a living. Hmm. But she uh, she gives me tips and tricks all the time. But even her pages, it's like, you know, you, you post daily. They do the exact same thing. They have teams in place that have eight plus people, you know, three to like 10 people on the marketing team. And they still plateau. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and our stuff just continues to take off. So it's, it is, I think the content sells very well. So I guess it, it's, I don't know. That's interesting, man. Their algorithm is so freaking weird. Like <laughs> yes. there's no rhyme or reason. It seems like, and you gotta, you gotta be up to date. Oh yeah. 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 And it's, it's similar to Google. You know, I hired a <clears throat> SEO company. Well, kind of an SEO company mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, and essentially they're saying that rather than, you know, put your name out there or whatever. It's basically, you're just playing Google's game, right? Posting YouTube videos, um, you know, whatever, Facebook, Instagram, that type of thing. But, uh, yeah, it's weird. So, um, well, you guys seem like you've mastered it. So trying, trying to, (laughs) (laughs) you know, we had a a general membership meeting our last one. We've talked about it a few times on the podcast, but, uh, it, it was really interesting that they brought out this subject, that we're talking about, about, um, the, the, uh, the benefit of going on social media. Mm-hmm. They had, what was the one guy? Do you remember the one with the long hair? Chris Claflin. Yeah. Who was he with? He, he just has his own company, Chris Claflin media, I think. Okay. Um, and he just posts, uh, 
kind of advice reels where he just talks about different topics and he on um, he also his main thing is helping people gain uh you know organic traction on social media absolutely yeah he had some great input into it and there were a lot you know because it's always these old cantankerous contractors that are in <laughs> yeah. there asking these questions yeah. and right, i right. i hate social media type things but it seemed like a lot of them kind of realized the benefit of it and were i don't know if they'll you know follow the advice or whatever but uh Mm -hmm. i I know for me it was i found a lot of benefit out of it so we put we put a pretty big priority on it i mean in our daily work when we're working i mean it's hard to pull off to set a camera up and make it perfect for half an hour but we know that it's it's worth the time and so we got to put priority in it that's interesting it's, it's a part of our job yeah now, it, now you can you can have plenty of builders word of mouth. Yes, like yeah, we did yeah. that for mm-hmm. two years. Yeah. Uh, IG just accelerates that growth substantially. Yeah, like so. I don't know. It's I think it's important either way. There's uh like Chris Mc or Laughlin or whatever. I'm not sure his name. Um, but there's guys like him that. W- I so the girl that I follow, uh-huh. there's a uh, she does the exact same thing. You follow her, follow those guidelines that they're teaching you what to do. Um, IG coaches or whatever. There's thousands mm-hmm. of them out there. Mm-hmm. Just like there's thousands of what deck builders, yep. or trim guys, yep. <laughs> or whatever you want. It's there. So yeah, I would follow them and take their advice to the T. That's how you grow. Like, That's great advice. I love that. Um, are your uh, like contractors and homeowners okay with it? Like, do you, you ever get permission or anything? Or you, probably not necessary. But <laughs> yeah, we've never ran into that. I've heard okay. of things like that before. Where yeah, I'm like don't post our house. Like, yeah, it's some, never some been people a get. We've had some. I've heard of guys like, oh, we do these really high end doors uh. for high end clients that don't want anyone to have that door. <laughs> don't so copy them. In, in the contract, it's we don't want you to take pictures or post pictures of this, whatever it is being built. Hmm. And so that's but crazy. For obviously 99% of people yeah. aren't going to care. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So you guys brought up something to me before too, and I thought it would be an interesting question, but you talked about like kind of the modernization of uh, of, of work. So, well, to explain to me what you mean by that. I think uh, with the construction industry, there's a lot of, like, how the old timers did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's we're at a point with the technology and the things we learned, like, with Instagram and YouTube, there's just new and better ways to do it. So, we try to focus that a lot as, like, uh, putting money into making us more efficient and buying the tools to make us more efficient mm-hmm. instead of just doing it how the old guys do it. We've looked at carpenters, like, old videos, like, how to set doors and stuff. And it's like, that is not how we do it. <laughs> we can do it twice as fast and it'll be just as strong. Yeah. And that's how we make money is oh, yeah. we got to be efficient. So. Yeah, yeah. The more efficient, the better and more lucrative, too, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that was something that I'd kind of learned along the way, too, is it's like you invest into better tools. Like, we were talking about mm-hmm. the track saw, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I'd always kind of had, was that on air we were talking about that as well before? I might have been. I, it, it sounds familiar. I can't remember. I 
can't remember either if we recorded that conversation. <laughs> I think it's before. <laughs> Anyways, track saws. Um, so, you know, it, it's always like I can pop a line and, and cut that just as easily as buying this seven eight $800 track saw, sure, right? Yeah, sure. But it's like the accuracy and then even the time saving that mm-hmm. you have from that is like makes it worth it. And you can yeah. actually like smile when you're making that cut <laughs> yeah exactly. instead of being nervous like you're oh, gonna yeah. go off the line and re- have to redo your oh, yeah. all, all wobbly yeah and, and it makes for great content too yeah, right for sure. and i've <laughs> even been kind of the i was on the other side before me and julian got more together i was kind of like i do it the old way you know yeah and like even just he's got this saw stand that he bought a year or so ago Cut hub. Cut, Cut hub. hub, yeah. That's I good mean, one. I don't know if you've seen the prices on those things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they are insane. And I remember $1,500 a table on average. Yeah. Wow. Because you pay like, what, five grand? $4,500. Wow. $4,500 for that stand where you can pick up a DeWalt for 250 bucks. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember I'd, I'd send them pictures because I'd make a little cut hub myself and i'm like that was 50 bucks dude. <laughs> and then we start working with it and we're like doing casing and just cutting going to town i'm just like yeah, you were oh, the boy. biggest like he hated the cut hub when i showed up with that. oh really he was yeah. like five grand you'll never pay that off and but the thing is that the stop is worth its weight in gold what do you mean so by it's stop? got a it's got a stop that you can put on the table oh okay. and make repeatable cuts oh yeah and oh. so when you're doing blocking for framing mm-hmm. or 14 and a half inch blocks and you need a thousand of them and instead of having your $15 an hour guy out there with skill saw all day, mm-hmm. you can cut it yourself in an hour. So I got know. something that's going to challenge that, but we're going to talk about it after because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not quite to that point yet. <laughs> but I've completely changed my mind on it after using it for a while. It's just like, holy cow. Because yeah. we're, we're not working on the same job site right now and I'm just using the old DeWalt stand. I'm oh, yeah. Like, I think the, you miss it. No. I'm losing so much money and time <laughs> cutting casing and stuff. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, headers are all the same size, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, so when you're mitering your headers or doing a craftsman style block header, you know, you can just set the stop and run it. Mm. You you have 13, six, eight doors in the house or 13, two, six doors in the house that you need a header that's 34 and five eighths. You need that times two. So 13 times two, you got 26 of them. But you just you can cut it in yeah pretty seconds. Cool. So it's yeah, it's way crazy. better. <laughs> That's a good point, man. A really good point. Time uh, is money. Oh yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, you know, when I first started framing, my dad was still using uh, hand drives. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> and he got this one. Is that me? What's that? Oh, it's me. Okay. Well, that's my wake-up oh, alarm. Same, yeah. <laughs> it it gave me anxiety. <laughs> it's a Dr. Pepper. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, you're good. Um, uh, okay, so I was saying, so, you know, my dad bought this nail gun, and it weighed like 800 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And, yeah, so we were framing with that. And so I helped him build his house. I was like 14, 15 years old, something like that. And then couple summers later i went to go work for a framing crew a guy in my neighborhood and he had like all the new kind of top of the line tools and uh, the hitachi nail gun i had no idea how to use it and i picked that thing up and was like good grief we could have framed our house like 10 times faster (laughs) with this thing like that what are the nr95a or something like that that you're talking about the og oh yeah 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 yeah. 83 a1 or dude i love that you guys know model numbers (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) so with this this homeowner we're doing a basement they say i'm like looking at the pile of trash it's got 
the NR eighty three A three. I think okay. it's like it was in it was one. in the trash, and I, I looked at him and I said, "You throwing that away?" Yeah. Yeah, man. It, blew a seal or whatever she said cool take it to summit i took it to summit they they put a i mean it was like a 300 dollars overhaul on the gun but they did a new magazine new everything all new seals and i had a brand new one but i mean used they go for 450 oh yeah that's the thing i actually i found one on a job site and it had a bent magazine yeah i took it to summit and i was like hey you know, can you can I get a new one? You know, it was like a hundred bucks or something like that. And I sold on eBay for six hundred bucks. <laughs> no, you didn't. It was awesome. That is a great story, it was smart man. man. Smart man. That's awesome. Well, good. People love them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I mean, I mean, to your point, I can see, I can definitely see the benefit of getting into this newer, you know, and and it's interesting to see with all the new tools coming out too. Mm-hmm. Uh, another shout out to the cut boss. I'll let you guys know soon, but, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's, that's a great tip for it. And I think, you know, another thing coming up into this newer generation, which is another thing we're going to talk about, like coming into the trades, right. Yeah. And them having these knowledge and technology. I mean, it's like my three-year-old picked up a phone, a smartphone and knew automatically how to use this stupid thing where I'm 20 something, 30 yeah. something years old, <laughs> you know, it mm-hmm. took me forever to, so it's kind of interesting. Um, I think the there's our generation of carpenters now we grew up with phones, right? So IG is natural to us. Yeah, a lot yeah. of these guys hop on there and just, you know, it's the young crowd does it well. Yeah. And but I mean we have one guy that's forty four years old and that old fart. He doesn't he doesn't have <laughs> so old. Yeah. He doesn't have social media at all. And so he doesn't watch daily tips and tricks on how to be better. Mm, yeah. That's why I got on there. It was, yeah. I enjoyed like learning how to use a track saw mm-hmm. or an angle finder, finding an angle finder um, that tells you your miter cuts, especially when it's like a 55 degree cut. So how are you going to cut that? You can't, <laughs> yeah. or a 70 degree cut. You can't cut it on, a, but there's tricks that, you know, you learn it. That's a really good and point. And so, man. and I watched him the other day. I watched him fumble around with his square, trying to you know find the pit from the pivot point to the um, to the right angle on the mm-hmm. square, and he couldn't do it because the ceiling yeah. was in the way and all this stuff. I'm like, dude, I showed him how to do it in three seconds with that but, new tool. But yeah. they get you get. I don't know. You got to be humble enough to take that advice, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if you walk in and say, the way you're doing it is wrong, the way I do it is right, you know, just like yeah. we said earlier, oh, you're yeah. going to have a fight. Yeah, They're going to sure. get upset. And yeah. so sometimes it's it's hard. You got to pick your battles. But usually, I mean, nowadays, IG, IG tells you that better way. Yeah. Do you, um, do, what do you guys think, do you think we're losing a generation of like kids in the trades from your point of view, from your stance, do you think that there's kids, how am I putting this? I'm stumbling over my words. (laughs) So we interviewed recently, we interviewed a a group of college students that actually just entered this competition at IBS and it was incredible to listen to. That's cool. But in my mind, we're looking at kids that are going into, you know, a lot of the college, I don't know how you say that, like college trades, you know, computer programming, office work, that type of Mm -hmm. thing. 
where it feels like we're hard up for, you know, plumbers, electricians, finished carpenters, that type of thing. Do you feel like we're losing a generation of, of kids in the trade? I feel like we're going on a better trajectory than we were. I remember I was talking to one of my buddies and his dad um, was a builder and he had talked like when they were in high school, it was like everybody was in construction. It was like, it was weird for them to go to college. Yeah. But then when I was in high school, it was like frowned upon to not go to college, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. And so there's like me and another buddy I have that were the only ones that I even know from my high school that stayed in the trades, you know? (laughs) And so, but I do feel like this, generation coming up out of school they are i think they're seeing that that it's starting to turn back to where we have to have them there's that need to have people in trades so i feel like it's turning a little bit but they need to see that it is a good path to go on um yeah, once they see that they can make a lot of money really quick yeah they do it a lot of guys (laughs) a lot of guys especially here uh, i got a buddy that was going to school and he started an epoxy company lifetime epoxy Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's got what? Last year, he had like 15 plus guys in the summer. Oh, wow. And like he started around the same time we did. And so it's, I think going to school is great. You should definitely get an education. Sure. And get an education. If you're going to be in the trades, get an education that's going to tailor you to something you're going to do. Because you're going to learn everything you do on site. Mm -hmm. But are they going to teach you how to balance your books on site? No. Yeah. So you learn the things that you want to learn that's going to, or that you should learn mm-hmm. to start a business. And if you're going to be in the trades. it's a good point. Starting a business is kind of, I mean, even 30 an hour doesn't pay the bills. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's like, crazy. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting, and it's a good point, man. I, I, and you know, not to push this agenda here, but uh, the benefit of being in this Home Builders Association or even having Home Builders Association has been incredible for me to watch personally. Just um, the amount of, like, for example, they have this the scholarship program, right, that goes to, is it students that want to go into the trade or what is it? It's, it's for anyone. So the okay. scholarship is for uh, any member, their family members, so like your wife or kids, and your employees, and they can get, use it for college. They can use it for a trade school. They can use it for any educational opportunity. So it's really broad. It's really cool. Um, and so, we, of course, we want to, you know, encourage the members to, whether, you know, they're furthering their education to become better craftsmen, better businessmen, whatever it is, or to help their families as a benefit. Either way, you know, the, the main goal is to give back to the membership Right. But it's not just for trades. Okay. Okay. Well, I got that wrong. But it's still just, I mean, an incredible benefit of being a member of the Home Builders Association or, you know, basically joining it. Um, right. And then the other thing is, is we're hopefully going to open up a committee that's basically directed to student education into the trades, right? Yeah, there's there's yeah, a big cool. push right now. We're, we're really trying to get uh, high school kids and even younger than high school really interested um, and even involved How in are you doing construction. That? Uh, we have, so we're, we're working on a fledgling committee right now where we just started. I think they're having their first meeting or they just had it. Um, but we're looking at a bunch of different programs and going to schools, uh, some hands-on stuff where maybe we can, you know, bring, bring the class out, teach them how to use a miter saw, something like that, where uh, kid, you know, kids are like, oh, this is sweet. Or even better, you know, have them like do a mock-up of, 
you know, framing a window or, uh, you know, casing a door or something like that where they could, you know, get their hands on the nail gun and, you know, what kid's not going to love that? And not just the 17-year-olds who are skipping class otherwise, but, <laughs> maybe you know, maybe the 12-year-olds that are, you know, really, they have no idea what they want to do and that's going to pique their interest and set them on a path and that's what we want to do. And so we're trying to feel out and see what other states are doing, other programs have done to where we can best influence the kids around here to help them join. So we're, we're working with uh, Provo High School to do, Provo High School runs a CAPS, it's called the CAPS program. I'm not sure exactly what CAPS stands for. Something. Um, construction but, something. Yeah, construction <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even think, I think it's a career. Oh, or something. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a high school girl actually for a summer or summer. Oh, really? It was her senior year. She, like an internship? Yeah, or? I reached out to the woodshop teacher directly and just said, hey, like, um, do you have any of your students that are interested in coming out? You know, because that's awesome. That's what that that's awesome. where I started, right? Yeah. I mean, that's where a lot of guys start. And so uh, she was great. I mean, we had we had her for like, I don't know, three, four months before she went off to school. And um I think kids can come after like an after school program. Uh, you know, you want to show up at two, three o'clock, come clean up our trash for the day and roll out, our, roll up our <laughs> there tools. There you go. Right. <laughs> hold the camera. Yeah. yeah. Hold the camera. We'll pay you $12 an hour. You be my tripod. <laughs> yeah, way better than 10 bucks an hour scooping ice cream. Right. Or right. Something like that. Flipping burgers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so. There's a there's a builder on Instagram in the Midwest, and he does that a lot. He'll just go to the woodshop class and bring them all shirts and hats and everything, and mm. show them what they do, That's and crazy. just show them that there is a there's a path mm. in construction. We're about to show up to the woodshop class and present there as well. That's oh, awesome. cool. So just talk to them and just let them know, hey, like it's cool. Like yeah. there, it, it is a cool thing to do. It's a good career, um, and you can make good money doing it. And so. And you can still be on Instagram while you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Get yeah. your social media and be your job. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, man. I love that. So, well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that you guys are involved in that sort of thing because I think, you know, you have been a big influence, I think, on a lot of people because of your presence on social media. But Thank you. And, uh, and I'm glad to see that you're you using your powers for good. I don't know how to say <laughs> <laughs> um, That's great. So anything else to add? Anything else to bring up? I got two quick questions for you guys. Please. Uh, one's a follow-up on the high school thing. Do you feel that – I mean, it seems like maybe all of us kind of had that same start where, you know, high school or, or our first job was, uh, you know, working for something that was uh, construction, right? And we just kept going from there. That's all – you know, all of us. I was working for a framer. So, you know, you were – Levi was framing a house with his dad when he was 14. Sure. You know, you guys started young. Do you think that's the same? Do you think most people in the trades start that young and then they they continue to do it because they have the skills and there's money to be made and things like that? So if you do think that, uh, you know, obviously going to the wood shop and things like that, but do we need to do more of that? Do we need to keep doing that? Or should we focus on the older high school to college students? Well, I think it'd be good because, I mean, I started wood shop in like junior high. Yeah. And like the thing that um, was – kind of frustrating to me once I left high school I started working for a cabinet shop um, pretty soon after high school and working in um, the wood shop in high school I learned everything I knew and then I moved on to that cabinet shop and then all of a sudden I was like uh, everything is wrong like everything I learned and not that they didn't do a good job 
just they didn't know how to do the things. And so I think that's something that is people in the trades, we almost have to take responsibilities to go to these schools and be like, this is how it should be done, teach them this way. So then when they want to do that, like they see this is my path, they can get out in the workforce and they're, I mean, they're already learning how to do it. I think you've, so, you've used construction management program kind of capitalized yeah, yeah, on they that do, yeah. really well. Yeah, they so do. they bring their students out to new builds. Actually, they build a house. They build their own yeah, homes. Yes, yeah. Homes. yeah. And so I think like in the college side of things, they're doing what they should be doing. Yeah. yeah. But I'd like, I mean, I would like to see it earlier on in there. Uh, build Learn Tech on IG. Those guys uh, do, they have a, uh, it's a high school program. And they do the exact same thing as UVU, but in high school. So they're building a house with each class that goes out there. And so uh, I think that could do really well here. There, there's a 100%. few high schools that do it. So Alpine they, School District around here, oh. they they have some homes. And they're even building one here in Orem, I think, cool. next year or something like that. So I think there's a couple programs. And we want to – I mean, it seems like we want to push those. I, I think Absolutely. we should. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I know so. they used to because Payson High School, I know a neighborhood I grew up in, one of the houses was by the high school. Yeah. And so I, it sucks that it's not there anymore, but it's like that would be a good way to teach those things. Definitely, definitely. I, another quick question, sorry, it's, and it's a different topic, but you guys do some awesome work, right? Awesome trim work. It's really, it's really high quality. You know, you're, you care about perfection. Uh, you're, you even so much, you're, you're going to tear it out if it's not perfect. Sure. There's a lot of trim guys out there who have the... Blow and go yeah, mentality. You know, they, they come and they, they just show up. You bought some Home Depot baseboard. Mm-hmm. They nail them on and, you know, you pay them. And and you're you know they're done. You get what you pay for. I I think so too. But there's a lot of those guys out there who charge way less than you guys do. I'm sure. How can we encourage all the trades to be at a higher level? And and how can we make society or you know, all of our clients realize that uh, you know we need to be hiring these people who who charge more because the work is going to be there. It's not going to be torn out in five minutes when you know, it sucks, and you hit a water pipe with the nail, and you know they just left it and didn't say anything. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, how do we how do we get those people? How do we get all the trades to to rise to your level? Or you know, yeah, I mean it's hard because, especially with finish work, it's like you can only charge so much. Because at the end of the day, I mean, you can only charge so much to put in baseboard, like mm-hmm. because like in all honesty, anybody can in a week or two could learn how to put in baseboard. Now it might not be to the level that we do like scribing to the floor and doing all that stuff, but like they can put it in. And so it's hard. That's where we, in efficiency, I mean, that's how we make more money, but um, to convince the people it's hard with finish work because it's just, they don't see it because they're not going to go put in a bunk room that's costing, you know, tens of thousands Mm -hmm. of dollars of material and labor and stuff just because they won't even see it. And so it's, it is hard. I think the builders um, should have a little more responsibility on that. Um, I think, the builders are somewhat to blame because they they just want to find the cheapest bid. That's all they care yeah. about. Because yeah, yeah. at the yeah. end of the day, if they can find a carpenter that's only two grand, they can charge two grand more, you know? And mm-hmm. so not to hate on the builders because there's a lot of good builders out there. But I think the responsibility in some ways falls on the builder to convince their homeowners of why they hire the people they do and then to prove it as yeah. they do the work. Yeah. I create, creating that standard of excellence is like once it's once you have that standard – 
GCs reach out to us and they say, hey, like we hired you because we knew you pre-assembled your baseboard and biscuit jointed your miters on casing. Like, holy cow, they're you guys like, do that? The sec- yeah, the, wow. second, the second they saw that we do that, it's, they they told us, they we, don't, oh, care yeah. about, we yeah. don't care about the price. Hmm. It's, and sometimes you don't need to, but, and a lot of people are going to say, oh, that's overkill, but we're the one doing the job. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got picked. Because Not- they saw... Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, and not to beat a dead horse, but you guys are displaying that on this public, you mm-hmm. know, forum yeah. where everybody can see. I mean, your sixty thousand peep followers are seeing this, and they're one of those. So yeah, and I do think going along with what you're saying, I think there is this bar that needs to be set, regardless of how much you're paying. I don't think it's too much yeah, to ask. To very have true. Gaps near baseboard a half inch. I think that's unacceptable, regardless. <laughs> if you of can how jump over, you, you can cock it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That should go on your t-shirt. <laughs> we, we've done a lot of production type houses, but our carpentry was always to a level that was, I mean, the painters would come in there like, oh, this is awesome. You just made our lives easy. I mean, we're not doing what we do in these big high dollar houses, but it's still, there's there's a level that has to be met. And it is, like I said, the builders have responsibility, but the subs have the responsibility to, to make sure they're at least hitting that. Because yeah. if people these days buying a starter home, I mean, it's everything everybody's got to buy one. And so it's not, I don't think it's fair for them to have gaps in their baseboard that's a half inch. Like, regardless of how much they charge, you need to do that. Yeah. So, because it's just not fair to these homeowners to have to rip it all out in a couple of years. Great know? point. Yeah, yeah, great point. Great question, Nate. Yeah. Thanks. Gosh, you're handy to have. <laughs> well, some of the questions I have people. when I'm hiring people. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. You're like doing an interview. Right. <laughs> well, you, you come in there, you know, you're... Your minor and outside corners, like, three feet apart, feels like sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you come in just so bad. Yeah, and <laughs> what we've learned is, like, pre-assembling baseboards around the corners, it's easier. It's and way it's easier. faster. Interesting. So it's like, why okay. wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, putting together the casing before you put it on the door. Mm. Way faster. It's way <laughs> easier. And so it's like, why wouldn't it's you It's easier to sand something on the ground than it is yeah, it's a good eight point. feet in the air yeah. on that's a ladder. True, yeah, so. yeah. Huh. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's what some of these people need to learn. It's just, it is actually easier. But the, it goes the, back to the modernizing right, right. construction. Those are things that yeah. old-timers aren't going mm-hmm. to be learning be, or care to continue because they've already done it for 30 years. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Why change now? Yeah. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. Is that yeah. what they say? Yeah. <laughs> what was your saying again? If you can jump over it, you can caulk it. <laughs> yep. That's the one. <laughs> You guys are awesome, man. I've had a good time with you guys in here. I'm so glad you came. So um, one question we like to kind of end with, uh, and I don't know if you guys have had a chance to think about it yet, but what's your favorite tool? And I always have to specify it doesn't have to be a job site tool if you don't I knew want you were it. Ask. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I, I think my phone. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. You use the thing all the time, I'm sure, huh? Cause, uh, yeah, IG, TikTok, email, text, those things. Phone, my brain, those two. I like it. And my tracks off. Hey, oh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a good set of drills um, just because I've had a lot of cabinet experience installing cabinets. And so yeah. I like a nice set of drills. Just All right. What's the brand? Lay it on us. 
Right now, I think the best the impact drill is the Milwaukee Surge. Oh, wow. Okay. I love the Surge. It's amazing. It's so it's much quieter. Phenomenal. Yeah. And it doesn't, like, I've got a Makita set, and Makita has an insane amount of power. Yeah. The Surge is a little less, but it's just so smooth and so. Oh, yeah. So good. Good ones. Good, good stuff, man. I love it. So, well, I've appreciated having you guys on. Yeah. Um, it's been fun. Look forward to hopefully seeing you guys around some more. So. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, man. Okay. Trim work. Trim work. Trim work. <laughs> <laughs>